Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Welcome back to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. It is time. It's um, a hard time, but a good time, a beginning of a new chapter. And I actually have some good news. So this isn't the absolute last podcast episode because I do have a guest coming on. Uh, I'm not going to say who, but it, it very interesting st- story. A homeless teen that achieved becoming an arch- a successful entrepreneur and was a Fortune 5,000 5, company. Um, and I'm having her on next week. So that will be definitely a really good guest to have on. She's, re- she's releasing a book called Relentless. It matches the theme of the podcast. And I thought that was a, a really good way to go out, having someone beyond the podcast that has experience and has been through a lot and has amounted to the success she has su- successfully come across. So let's dive deep into this episode. So this is farewell. I mean, this is probably going to be my last episode, uh, just me personally. You know, I might in the future. I'm not saying I won't, but who knows? Maybe I pick it up again someday. But for now, as of now, it's it's that. But I'll probably do a book review here and there, so watch out. I'll keep everyone updated. But for the continuing uh, consistency of podcast dropping every week, just won't be happening anymore, most likely. And uh, our last guest is coming on next week. So we'll have one more episode, 100% set in stone. And I'm super excited about that. But without further ado, let's say our farewells. Well, it was a amazing time. It Everyone who is listening to this, that has listened to it, doesn't matter. It it means so much to me that you all are listening. I made this content for the listeners. It was, and it helped me on the journey. And that's all a part of the whole journey. I didn't even, my podcast opened my eyes to networking, to knowledge, to reading more, challenging myself. I challenged myself. That's when I started, really started taking reading super seriously and reading a book a week. And that really came through with you all being interested in the podcast episodes. I don't think I I would have read a book a week if I didn't have as many people listening to it. This what's crazy to me is now we have 70 plus episodes together. That's just crazy. And we're going to have 71 and who knows, we might get to 75 who, who knows, but eventually you know, I'm putting up the boots for consistency as of now, and it, it, it's just been an amazing time, though. And this isn't supposed to be sad or anything. Um, <laughs> I just had to think for a second. I'm like, wait, is this supposed to be sad? No, it's not. But, I mean, I guess it's just really sinking in. I've just been so busy, and I, I know all of us are so busy in our routines and our day-to-day life and this is one of the things that's a part of my routine that is kind of going away. 
And it, it took a lot of sacrifice to do this. It, man, a lot of money up front, a decent amount of money up front. And I know someone's listening out there and I've said it a thousand times, but I really did make close to nothing off the podcast. Um, but what was more interesting is I made more money off of uh, Anchor, the platform I use because they want interviews, than I did the podcast itself. They give me 125 per interview. I had one and I'm about to have another. So I made $250. Uh, it's not necessarily business aspect, the best return on investment and ROT return on time because it was a lot of time and I have 2,600 minutes or something like that of content. So it goes far enough talking about me though. I want to talk about what you guys mean to me and what you can mean to someone else. It was the fact that you gave me a chance to listen, to open your ears to what I had to say and the knowledge that I've read through the books throughout the years. And it was in the journey of trying to help myself that I found that I was helping an audience and that I needed to take it to a platform and take a risk being time, money, and I guess confidence because when you think about it, like I was nervous, like it was, am I going to get made fun of for having a podcast? Am I, you know, there's so many self doubt thoughts that I told myself that kept me from starting my podcast. I had a, a broken mic. I started with bare minimum and I've, I've heard it, uh, a mentor of mine, David, shout out to David and, uh, Benjamin, Ben as well. He's another mentor because they've definitely helped me with uh, simpler living, which is what I'm trying to take full force on and uh, go ahead. But th they've taught me a lot. And uh, David said that you don't need a whole lot to start. And that's what people confuse. You think you need the biggest and best stuff. Now, I did start with a very cheap mic and it broke. So I and I had the money, had a tax return. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to invest and I think it's going to be worth my time and the money that I invested in for my setup and I can resell it, but I don't think I am. Maybe I'll put it in a trophy case or something because I'm so connected to this mic, which brought you guys all the content. It's where it started and it's really my first actual business, so to say, although not a profitable one. It was one that I enjoyed so much and I lost my time in and that's what's important to realize, but you don't need that much to start a podcast. I just want to let you know. And uh, it, if you are looking at starting a podcast, please get in contact. I'm more than welcome to help. All my information is on my Instagram. I'll leave my email in the description as well. Um, but it, it's just been one hell of a ride. And I learned so much so quick. I've connected with more people than I thought. The amount of CEOs I know now because of this podcast and the people that I've met and networked with is literally insane. Like, I can't even fathom. Like, it's helped me in so many ways. It's like David reached out to me, a good mentor of mine. He's helped me a lot. He said, why uh, why don't we get in touch sometime? I see that you own a podcast and everything like that. I do as well. So we connected through making podcasts. And he's been a huge – there's so many stories like that that have brought me to the – be self-evident and self-aware and finding that the podcast was way more than making money and it was never the point to make money but the fact I made return on investment actually was tenfold actually like a hundredfold because I was willing to risk a little bit of money and a lot of time 
into something that I truly believed in and I thought I was going to help others to the point where I didn't at first see how it was helping me. But then it was the knowledge, it was the networking, it was all of that stuff combined. So I urge you to take that risk, whatever it may be, starting a podcast, a business, uh, asking your boss for a promotion, take risk. Like it's so worth it. This podcast, it was never a waste of a second of my life. I had so much fun. I learned so much and it, it invested, networking was the biggest one. And you can't pay for what I got. Like the amount of people I met, the amount of people I'm helping, it made me feel good when I hit the hay. And I remember starting my podcast. I was so stressed out. I was the school. I was thinking about my major, pass or fail major, entrepreneurship and innovation. And like all this stuff was hitting at me at once. I had a panic attack. I started freaking out. I literally thought I was going to die in my bed because my heart was beating. I couldn't go to bed. And it was the first time I had a panic attack of how much stress I had on myself in the midst of starting this. And I was so stressed out. And I remember praying. And if you're not religious, completely fine. I'm just saying what I did. And I prayed to God. I said, God, let me get this podcast out. If there's one thing before I go, let me get this podcast out. Because I didn't realize it was a, it was an anxiety attack at first. And I've had many... Uh, after that with the amount of work and stress that I put on myself and I've learned to take time off but not really at the same time but I've gotten better with it and uh, it was that moment where I had a panic attack and I finally launched my podcast that I felt I just had this fulfillment and I don't know where I'm gonna find this fulfill this fulfill oh my gosh fulfillment all right I'm not even saying it I can say it fulfillment and I just had to pause for a second and take a breather I'm like oh my gosh I can't say this word and that learns that takes me to another lesson because I was about to take that out that snippet of me not being able to say fulfillment right and it was a fact of being raw like as in the sense of we all make mistakes and I can show it to everyone like I've learned to talk like I can say fulfillment just fine but it's within the times that my brain is thinking too quick that I, I my words can't keep up with how I'm thinking and that might be ADHD I don't know what uh I guess but th- that goes in to show you and I wanted <laughs> there's just another life lesson and the amount of lessons that I've learned from this podcast is insane and uh man it's 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 honestly really setting in that this This is my uh, last episode. Whew, a joy, joy. We're joying together. Um, it's it's something that I really, I, I I'm gonna have to pick up in the future. So there's no way this is this is the last time you hear from me because I I just need to focus on my last semester of finishing my major minor, getting into my job, locking that in, and then my company Simpler Living that. I'm really going to spend the time that I would be working on a podcast on my business. And uh, I thought I'd share some good news with y'all. I'm a trademark owner of Simpler Living LLC. I just filed my LLC in the state of Indiana. And once that's confirmed, I'll get my EIN, which is the taxpayer information. So it's basically your social security number for your business. And then as well, uh, getting U.S. 
PTO, which is a trademark that is federal. So I will own Simply Living LLC internationally or within the United States. So that's, and I've been getting in contact with building codes that zoning regulations. Like I, this is something I'm going after guys. Like you're seeing my dreams come true and I know more time needs to go to it. And there's some things I just have to cut out in order to get that time. And the podcast has to be one. And there, there was just so much sacrifice with time. But again, it's not about, it's not a complaining in any way, shape or form because I had a joyful time, but it's just, I, I was self-aware and I came to the conclusion that I have so much on my plate and I need to grind these episodes out, but I want to be, it, it be good content and almost improv because I feel like the best of my knowledge comes out when it's improv, even though sometimes it's just a, a juddering of words and not being able to pronou- pronounce fulfillment. Um, but I, I'm looking through all the episodes that I created. Intro and Seeking Knowledge was my first episode. Intro, Seeking Knowledge. Man, that was... And I want to show improvements and to show that we should all strive for improvements. This is the first episode. We're going to listen to the intro real quick. This is the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast by Hunter Beal. How's it going, guys? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And now I have a new intro, uh, better uh, podcast art. Um, I feel like I have better content and more experience with talking. Uh, it, it just, man, that's where it all started, man. That's where it all started. And, uh, that's just so funny that I made that beat, believe it or not. And I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I spent so long figuring out this beat and I paid someone on like Fiverr, uh, F I V E R R and, uh, paid him 15 bucks to get this solid intro which you all infamously know uh, by now, which is... Movies. Oh, that was the wrong one. Again, another failure. My gosh. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got, got to, to hang on. on. Johnny, relax. Let's you mix these two elements together. You are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Yeah, it was uh, a huge improvement, you could see. And I love that intro. I I, I sat, I uh, got on a call with this guy, and we worked it out, and that was the intro. The rest is history. I love that intro. Uh, and I know it's a little bit longer than the intro is supposed to be, but I was like, this is kick-ass. I, I was so excited, and I still get excited every time I listen to it. Um but yeah, we had intro and seeking knowledge, why money isn't everything, stress, anxiety, depression. Let's talk about that. I, I really got deep into that. And then uh, managing and investing money, motivation Monday. That's when I started motivation Monday. That's crazy. I hope you all know it was officially a year ago, actually two weeks ago that this podcast has been working on. And so motivation Monday literally happened for the first time one year and four days ago motivation monday take risk and then i did elon musk motivation monday dealing with negative comments psychology with jake grunemeyer motivation monday setting achievable goals leadership crystal geyer like all these episodes 
really mean a lot to me. And I spent a lot of time reading and getting guests on and making sure it was going to be the best. Uh, what's crazy is that, you know, now thinking about it, we're almost, I was counting wrong because I used another platform called, um, I forget what it was called. It's irrelevant though. Um, and come to find out that I wasn't even counting that viewership. And we're at like 7,000 to 8,000 views, which is insane. I was like, wait, I forgot about that. I had 2.6K on that platform. And I will say paying that $20 a month extra, they did advertise my podcast, whereas Anchor doesn't really advertise your podcast. So I did see a decrease, but I was going towards that freemium. Uh, I didn't want to be paying money every month, $20 a month. I mean, that's uh, $240 a year. So was like, I can't afford that. So I have to be smart with my budget. I talked about Motivation Monday really came a part of the podcast. And Making Your Bed was another really good one that I loved. Uh, Julia Christ, shout out to Julia Christ. She put me on and I got a lot of new viewers because of her. And it really like went up so much because of Julia. And Julia, if you're listening to this, I, I really thank you like for being on my podcast, not once, but twice. And it it wasn't some, Julia is so great. She didn't even think about it. She helped me. I asked her, I was like, hey, can I pay you for uh, you posting my podcast? Because I wanted some marketing, but I didn't want to go to like YouTube and pay $1,000. And she just posted. She's just an amazing person. And she has a lot of good insight. And her YouTube is amazing. Julia, you've been huge to this podcast. And I want you to know that. And then we had Motivation Monday, Crucial Conversations. That was really good. Thinking Outside the Box, Mike Dembski. Shout out Mike Dembski. My man's still on it. He has LLC. He's really out here getting ashes from people and sending them in space. That is crazy. That is some next level stuff. And I told Mike, I'm like, yo, that's if that, that company exists when I'm dead, uh, okay. let's Because he's still figuring out some logistics and stuff like that. But he's really going after it. I'll probably be in space, my ashes. So <laughs> I, it's a really cool idea with the UPS tracker and you can see uh, your loved one in the sky on your phone or whatever with the UPS tracker and the satellite coming by. So that's really cool that Mike's doing that and he talked about that. Motivation Monday, How to Win Friends and Influence People. One of the best books. If you haven't listened to my podcast about that, go listen to it. Seriously, it is amazing. It's Motivation Monday, How to Win Friends and Influence People. So good. And then Motivation Monday, Comfort Zone. That was actually one of my top listened to ones, which is awesome. And then uh, Lynchpin, another. And then I started 15-Minute Friday and then 10-Minute Friday. Um, you know, there was so many books. I had Branding Yourself with Chip Helm. He was a... Uh, man, like a hospital, uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He like was medical sales. That's what he was. And then what I learned. So like from the overall and then how to have peace with your mind was a really good one. Dare to lead. Yeah. I did a lot of book reviews and that was a big part. Motivation Monday was definitely a, a banger. I love that perspective. Yeah. All these, man, I started really, wow. I really started Oh my gosh, yeah. I'm guessing, holy, sh sh um, there's a huge influx of people listening to my podcast episode, sorry. Um, but Biggest Asset of a Lifetime featuring Jake Gretemeyer. I'm not going to go on, but I want to name the n n 
ones that I want to mention that I had guests on or I thought were a really good episode, Excelling in Life We Fly, Jeffrey Mearns, president of Ball State University, Chirp Chirp. Heck yeah, brother. Um, he, he was awesome to have on the podcast, and he was a huge insight. Listen to that one. I highly recommend. The Millionaire Next Door, also a really – that's a banger as well. Um, goes to show you that you don't need to be flashing money. It was really good. Anything with um, – man – Napoleon Hill, uh, which Outwitting the Devil is one of them. I reviewed that. Awesome. You should definitely listen to it. Millionaire's Truth. That was a banger. Uh, real Estate featuring Ken Van Lu. He's developed over a billion dollars worth of real estate. Really cool guy. Um, he has a book. Check it out. And then Kadeem Leslie. Uh, he's he's a men, uh, like a advisory of mine and a mentor, I would say. Uh, full student, his book, we talked about it. That was my longest episode with him, an hour and five minutes. It was just so natural and organic. And that's what it taught me. Like, with, I was going towards interview uh, when having guests on, and it was like, no, have organic conversation because that's when, like, the tr- like truth and it just doesn't seem robot-y. It's like Crystal Geyer told me that and really helped me and formed the guests that I had on. I do keep questions just in case it gets the conversation gets stale, but I always tell my guests that we're looking for an organic conversation. Uh, behind the scenes with Julia Chris. Again, Julia Chris was on a second time. You deserve this shit. Jordan Tarver. He's a advisory board member of mine on Simpler Living. Really good guy. Wrote his book. He actually just sold like 2,000 copies. He's, he's doing really well for his book. You deserve this shit. It's uh, a really good book. Go check it out if you haven't. I also did a podcast with him. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Also a banger. Power of Sleep. That's really important. Uh, I figured that out in the long run. Power of sleep, like you aren't effective. Some people can do it like Elon Musk. He gets six hours, five, six hours of sleep every night. I get six to seven, depends. But sleep is crucial to one's growth and the performance that they perform the next day. So listen to that one if you haven't already. And then effectively managing your day-to-day, that was a really really good one as well i really like that atomic habits holy moly that shot up that's i think that oh my gosh no <laughs> these two are competing yeah, atomic habits was a really good one as well economics with featuring dr snow that was a really good one as well i know i'm starting to list these off but it was just th- this is the final summary of the podcast and i want to reestablish some of these episodes are still out there my podcast is going nowhere it'll forever be up it's not getting deleted or anything like that. And uh, there's just so many good episodes that I think, that, and the guests that I had on were amazing. Uh, Dr. Snow, one of the most affluent, smart people I've met in my entire life. Super smart guy, PhD in economics. We talked about free college. If you haven't listened, that one is really good if you're interested in free college economics. He is so smart. Like you can, man, I love Dr. Snow. Dr. Snow is amazing. Um, and then- you know, there's so many different helpful stuff. Like I talked about discomfort zone, the two hour job search. If you're looking for a job, listen to that. I'm telling you, you will be surprised what that offers to you. That's a book that I reviewed uh, or summarized. And the two hour search actually was a big help and big reason why I landed the job I have today. Uh, honestly, seriously, like uh, or fellowship, there's like a one I forget the acceptance rate. It's really low though. And out of 1,200 applicants, like only 120 got accepted or something like that. So a small fraction. And I used what was in my podcast, the two-hour job search, and I got the job surprising. Not even surprisingly, after you listen to it, I'm telling you, there's good content on here. 
that uh, you need to explore because if you want to progress in life, have growth, there's plenty of stuff on here with the books I've reviewed and have the guests I've had on. The most listened to was the 5 a.m. club. That was a banger. I love the 5 a.m. club. It was a really good one, uh, 100%. Top 5%, my story I talked Mental health, Jake Grunemeyer, that was a good one. Truth of Business Startup, MLI Gross, and Sophia Chalet were on the podcast, and we uh, talked about just starting a company, and, you know, they're, they're both females, so we talked about, like, what it's like being a female starting it, and, like, it's hard, because I learned it's hard to get investments from people, especially when most investors are white, old men, and uh, uh, they usually invest that people that look like them. So girls are usually at a disadvantage in uh, investments. And then networking, Sam Fletcher and George um, Shorick. I'm sorry if I butchered that, George. Love you. Uh, I met them in Tampa at a CEO conference, and we talked about networking because I networked with them and met them. And then we became friends. We went out to Tampa, the bars, and we had fun. Uh, and then I had them on the podcast episode, and that has a decent amount of listens too, looking at that. But these guys are really good, and th- we just talked about networking because I-, I just naturally networked networked with them and connected with them, and I was like, great to have them on. Uh, they're both in CEO, College of Get Entrepreneurs Organization. It's a club, really good club, uh, and we got flown out to Tampa. I was a top 100 CEO pitch competition. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh whatever it was, a contestant. Yeah. And, um, I got down there and it was, I just networked like crazy. And my podcast definitely went up cause I had podcast business cards, have a QR code on the back of your business card. Cause that was clutch. Like people, it's just, it makes it easy. You just scan it and then people can listen to your stuff. They don't want to look for your name or that they spell it wrong or whatever. QR codes are definitely clutch. I paid for mine. Like it was an insane amount of money, like a hundred dollars for a year. And then I figured out like a couple months later that it, you can do it free through like Google or something. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you're kidding me. Um, but yeah, there was failure, the amount of failure that happens in everyday life and people don't realize it, I think was a really good one as well. You are, as you think that was a really good one and not as many people listened to it. I don't know if it was just the, the wording, it wasn't interesting, but you are as you think was actually one of the my favorite books. I'm kind of like looking around my room to see where the oh yeah, it's by James Allen. That's his name, uh, the author. Dude, that was that was an amazing book. One of my favorite books. That's a that's definitely a good one to listen to. Had Jennifer Wise on. She was so awesome. She sent me a bunch of stuff from her company, uh, Be Free, Gluten Free. It was awesome. I loved it to death. Uh, really good food. So. If you're looking for healthy, gluten-free, I believe dairy-free as well. Might have to double-check on that. Uh, food. Her food is so good. I ate a whole bag of her granola in one night. It was just so good. Um, right of a Lifetime, the CEO of Disney. Open Your Eyes, Motivation Monday. I thought that was a really good one. Uh, an unparalleled perspective, my recent one, which was also a really good one. So that was kind of like – all, and there's so much more. That's the thing. Like – I didn't even, it seemed so long of me listing things, I know, and I might have lost a couple listeners back there because they're they're like, oh, you're just listing stuff, I've already listened to it, I'm going on, but I'm telling you, like, there's just infinite amount of knowledge sitting here for you, and there's so many opportunities that you 
don't even realize you have. And first is realizing that you have opportunities and there's opportunities within this podcast. I truly believe in it and I preach because I spent so much time and it wasn't even like my knowledge, like I was just skewing out information. I read these books in detail and summarized them. I can't even tell you how long that would take every week. Uh, and I'd always do it in the morning or you know, no one knew how much time, like my roommates didn't even know how much time I was spending reading, like possibly my girlfriend, shout out Macy, uh, love you. Like I just spent so much time reading and it was just all in privacy. And when people, I guess, didn't know, like when they're out partying late at night, I'll pull out a book, read whatever it is. It took a lot of time, but it was the dedication and I had a passion for this and that's why I urge you to follow your passion because I didn't waste a single second. I didn't work a single second on this podcast. I enjoyed every single second. It wasn't work. It was fun. It was time for me to get stuff off my chest and the knowledge that was soaked in my brain. And I even listened to my own podcast episodes because I'm like, I actually forget this book that I reviewed, Lynchpin. Oh, I'm going to click it 15 minutes. Okay, sweet. And I'm listening to myself. It's kind of weird. Uh, I'm like hearing my voice inside my head, but it, it definitely, this is a lock safe of knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. Honestly, like with all this information for free, uh, like available to you. And that, that leads me to the other thing is most people that listen are in college. If you're not taking opportunities, you oh, please just take opportunities. I'm a senior. Wish I would have taken more opportunities, even though I took like more than I could obviously handle uh, to the point of anxiety attacks. But I'm glad I did at the end of the day, because like this was an opportunity like I'm, I'm, I literally, and it's not to be cocky. I'm not trying to say anything, but like, I literally have, I've been talking to people and I'm get, I'm actively getting investors and, uh, some people that are interested in investing in simpler living LLC. And it's just such an awesome thing. I am just so grateful for, and it wouldn't, I don't know if it would have happened if I didn't make the podcast podcast really made me work that much harder and, uh, really go after my dreams and, proved to me that if I do what I do that like it's not work it just feels natural and that was just the whole point and uh simpler living has become a, a little bit bigger than I initially thought I thought it was just an idea now it's a business plan it has financials it has a uh, trademark LLC it now has um a logo like I have a poster I have 3d prototypes there's a lot of time that's gone into that and uh I just thank everyone because it's because of your viewership, it's pushed me to be even harder believer or not. Like go harder, proves like just to myself, no one else, just myself that I can do this. And uh, that was a part of the whole journey, that really was. And I really hope you guys still just every now and then go listen to an episode. There's so much information in there for you. What I do want to leave you with is some things that you should, again, take an opportunity to. And first is Blinkist. A lot of my summarized book version, uh, book versions that I've done throughout the podcast, I got a decent amount of notes from Blinkist. It sums books up really quickly, 10 to 20 minutes. And before you go saying, Hunter, is that where you did your whole podcast? And I'm like, no. <laughs> At the beginning, like it was none of that. It did save a lot of time in the now, 
Um, but in back then, I was reading a, like paper in hand, uh, a book a week, and it was insane. But Blinkist, I definitely listen to, but I definitely read the hard copy still. Because there's uh, some information that Blinkist will leave out that I find interesting, like The Alchemist. I actually read that entire book. Um, you know, some books, I won't read the entire thing, but I'm like, eh, it'll be interesting to put on the podcast. Just listen to Blinkist and then talk about it. So Blinkist will be a good substitute from the podcast. Scribed is another one. So Audible and Scribed kind of go hand in hand. They're the same thing. They're digital books. And the problem with I have with Audible is that it only allows you one download a week and it's more expensive. It's like $15 and then you get like access to like free books, but they're they're terrible books. Like no one wants to listen to these books. It's of course the books that are well selling that you want to listen to. So you have only one of them a, a month. And I'm like, that's just not ideal. I don't know what their logic is behind that. But um, they should have just gone with a streaming service instead of like a purchasing service because like once you buy it with a credit, like you keep it forever. But I'm like, I don't care to keep it. I keep the hard copies. Um, but Scribe does, uh, it is exactly that Audible and more, I think. And it's really a lot better. I will say Audible has more available on their uh, platform. But Scribe, like it's like almost every other book I have, even older books like uh, as a man think if it's definitely helped uh, I've been listening to books while I'm driving whatever it may be to keep up to date and there's so many books that I didn't even bring to the podcast like I'm looking at my library right now uh, I probably have over 200 books now pretty solid uh, love that stuff but definitely start reading it definitely helps you a lot more and your knowledge and your reading skills and your communication like everything it really goes well um, subscribed, I highly recommend because it's a streaming service and you can listen to unlimited amount of books within a week, uh, as much as you wish. But if you're going to read only a book a month, then audible, I'd go with honestly, cause they have just about everything. Uh, but for me in my situation, I like to read a book a week. So I need at least four. Uh, I'm not trying to pay $20 after my credit with audible where like you have to pay like $20 or something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, for a credit, like you're kidding me. I'd spend like a hundred dollars a month just listening to four books something like that I might be skewing that but another thing is speechify so it's something that I've also uh, came across especially if you have textbooks for school or a reading that maybe is not on scribed or blinkist or something it's a newer book and you don't feel like reading it uh, speechify is actually I just downloaded today and I've been using it free trial it's 140 for a year oh my gosh like talk about like stomp on my toes and squish them that's expensive but I mean, it's $10, not even $10, it's like uh, $10.50 a month, something like that. But it's still expensive for an upfront cost, 140 So you can feel if it's worth it or not. If you're to wish, if your college is paid for, you have like grants or uh, whatever it may be, checks for uh, scholarships, and you want some more extra help, I highly recommend downloading Speechify. You take a picture and it just reads it. So you just take a bunch of pictures of your textbook go on a drive, uh, walking to class, uh, before an exam, it can read off stuff to you. Speechify is actually really helpful. I don't think I'll end up buying it because I'm kind of, uh, I'm within a budget that I'm working with. Shout out my dad, been helping me with my budgeting, but I can't afford $140, uh, especially after filing an LLC. Uh, so it's something that I look forward in the future, but if you have the money, 140, I think it's really worth it. And it's, you get a year subscription. Another thing is Goodwill. Goodwill books are clutch. Like that is honestly doubled my library. There's so many, 
I like having the hard copies because it's like an art form to me almost, like having a big library. But I'm looking around and like I paid 33 bucks for my last Goodwill haul after going to like five Goodwills with my girlfriend Macy and found about probably around like 12 books. I looked up the retail, retail price. I think it was like 300 or something like that or two to $300 if I would have got them all retail. I paid $30 for all 12 of them uh, throughout like hoarding for uh, at Goodwill, like a bunch of books, but they have name brand like books. People that are like, I just don't want to keep the book and throw it. Um, highly recommend Fishers. If you're in Muncie, like Fishers, uh, Ben's in Indianapolis actually has some clutch deals and I've hustled, uh, and sold some stuff there. I bought like a speaker or, uh, an amplifier for $10 and resold it on eBay for 150. So there's money to be made for Goodwill. You can make your hustles. I, I make money. I've made over a thousand dollars off, uh, Goodwill just here and there. Uh, it's really nice. Honestly, if you just sit there, hustle, yeah, quick advice, if you're looking to make some money and you hate working for a minimum wage job or close to it, just go to Goodwill. Uh, you know, there's been times where I've left empty-handed and spent three hours in the store on my hands and knees looking on eBay if this uh, doll is worth anything. But I'm telling you, like, when I looked up the amplifier and I saw that it was – no, everyone walked past it, and I just, like, looked it up. I'm like, oh, what is this? And it, it was selling for like $200. I listed it for 150 sold like the next day. I'm like, oh my gosh. But it goes to show you for like the hours that you put in, there's usually something that was like one of my biggest treasure hunts finds. Um, but you know, 10, $20 here and there, and you spent three hours and you made 80 bucks. Like you just made like 25 an hour, like 26 an hour. So like Goodwill is very helpful, but I'm saying in this perspective of books, people don't go there to look at books. There's also really good vinyls as well, but besides the point, uh, a lot of books are there that you can just take and you can add to your library or you just want to read and you don't want to have a subscription. There is so much, and there's used bookstores as well. You don't have to pay an abundant amount of money for a retail book, although I do every now and then once a new book comes out and I really want, so just depends. Uh, last thing I want to leave you guys with is make a, a LinkedIn if you haven't already because is it like the amount of connections I already have like 500 plus connections and it's it's quality not quantity I want to reestablish that everyone that I'm connected with I know uh, in some way shape or form it's not just a bunch of random people you don't you shouldn't do that uh, and if you do you should probably go through and kind of filter out all that because I want to stay in connected with people I know and people I've talked to and that are genuine and genuinely interested in me and I'm genuinely interested in them type of thing. So I don't even know how many exactly I have. Uh, yeah, it says 500 plus. It caps out at 500. I don't know why, but I have 500 plus connections. Take it from me. It's helped me a lot. That's how I met David, my mentor. There, it's a networking. I started my freshman year making it and I just went ham on it throughout college. Uh, and now my LinkedIn is pretty solid. You just make a post here and there of an accomplishment. Uh, oh, look, I'm on LinkedIn. There's Jennifer Wise. Shout out Jennifer Wise again. Looks like she's up to new flavors. Hell yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm looking through all this stuff and it's just an incredible amount of networking that I've come across. And you'll get scams here and there like, hey, uh, message me. I'd like to, I'm just like, oh my gosh, no. Uh, so there's a bit of filtering, but, uh, 
yeah, that's how I met people and networked like crazy. I met CEOs and I don't know, probably like 50-ish CEOs I'm that are pretty successful. I'm now in my network because of the podcast and my LinkedIn. So highly recommend uh, LinkedIn. Keep on going after it. Give it your all. This isn't the end. I'm sure I'll come back, uh, you know, just me. And I have a little voice in your ear. I know you'll miss me. <laughs> I'll seriously miss you guys. But, um, well, I guess this is it. Uh, this will be my second to last, but separately by myself. Uh, email me, ask me questions, call me. I'm always here for you guys, seriously. Again, that might be an opportunity that you're willing, you're about to miss. And I f- feel like what I was trying to establish beforehand was the college aspect, like college, having that college mindset that people don't help you as much when you graduate college and you're a graduate than they do when you're in college. People want to help you when you're in college. So take opportunity to that. And I'm really willing to help, even if you're not college, I'm willing to help out by any means. So uh, email me, call me. I'm going to actually leave my number down there. Hopefully I don't get a bunch of spam calls across the country talking about how I have credit card fraud or something. So I'm going to leave that down there for you all. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and this one hell of a journey. Uh, seriously reach out. It's an opportunity that you might miss. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of good knowledge and I have a a bunch of people I'm connected with and I'm looking for a designer right now, 30 to 50 an hour. So if you are a designer, uh, professional, like I am preferably not a friend because the problem that I have is I don't want to fire people uh, if it's not the best. But, you know, again, it's an opportunity. If you are good at designing, Email me, call me, text me, and we'll we can talk. Thirty five fifty an hour. I have a, a job lined up for someone with my new job. I need a designer that I'm looking for. So, um, if you're really good at designing, this could be an opportunity for you to show me your skills and me to hire you, and you could be making a decent amount of money. So, um, thirty five fifty an hour. So let me know. Uh, again, reach out. The last time I'll be saying this separately. I will see you guys. Wait, I can't say that. <laughs> I'm so used to saying I'll see you guys on the next episode. I mean, I will, but it will it'll be more than just me. So I, I'll see you guys at the the beginning of the next chat. Nope, let's retry that. Again, mistakes or learning before we close out. Okay. I'm going to miss you guys, seriously. I'm going to miss you. You guys are awesome. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast in the final wrap-up, in the final closing. You are worthy and you can get whatever you want if you put your mind to it. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.